You are listening to the Just Japan podcast. Everything you want to know about Japan. Everyone, it is your host here, Kevin O'Shea, on the Just Japan podcast, and I want to welcome you to episode number four. First of all, I want to thank all you guys for listening. It's been pretty amazing. I use a hosting service at the moment called Jellycast, and as of this week,、uh, the Just Japan podcast is number three on the Jellycast charts, with more than 2,100 downloads just last week alone. So far, this podcast, only three episodes, has had thousands of downloads, which has been pretty amazing and a little bit shocking when it comes to the bandwidth I've been using. But that's another story. So, again, I want to thank you guys for, for listening. It's been really awesome and it's been a lot of fun to do. So, I'm trying new things to improve the sound. This is always kind of a work in progress for me. It's episode number four. I think that every episode is getting better. Definitely with the addition of my new Blue Snowball mic and some other methods I'm using to try to improve the sound.、Um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely becoming more happy with the product. And again, it's a learning process for me. So, future episodes, it's, it's only going to get better. So, today, the kind of main focus on the show is to talk about the Snowmageddon, so to speak, that we had a few weeks ago here in Japan.、Um, on, starting on Valentine's Day, February 14th, Japan, many parts of Japan were hit with some pretty massive snowfalls. And where I was、uh, in Osaka and the Kobe area, we didn't really get too much. There's not too much to talk about. But tonight we're going to be talking to Ben Mortensen, who is a YouTuber, blogger, and he lives in Yamanashi Ken. In Yamanashi Ken, Yamanashi Prefecture, is a more northern prefecture in Japan. And they were hit quite hard by the snow. So we're going to talk to him tonight. He's going to tell you about some pretty interesting experiences he had up there dealing with so much snow. I want to talk about a couple of news stories to start off the podcast. Now, yesterday, on Sunday, the 23rd of February, there was a pretty tragic thing that happened up in Nagoya. So, a man was arrested after driving a car,、uh, his car into pedestrians in Nagoya. So, this happened in front of Nagoya Station, apparently. Now, a man was arrested on suspicion of attempted murder after steering his car onto a sidewalk and hitting 12 pedestrians. So, this happened in mid afternoon, right in front of Nagoya Station. And the man was caught on the spot. So the 12 pedestrians were injured, one of them seriously, but thankfully no one was killed. Now, when the man was arrested, he actually apparently said, I tried to kill people with my car. So that's what he told investigators. So there you go.、Um, it's always scary when you hear things about that in the news. And hopefully, we won't be hearing many more things like that in the news. It's kind of reminiscent, I guess, of the kind of Akihabara massacre that happened. I believe it was my first year in Japan where a man in、uh, the Akihabara district of Tokyo drove. A van, he, he barreled into a, a crowd of people crossing a road, a busy sidewalk, and then got out with a knife and started slashing and hacking them, which was frightening beyond belief. Now, in another story, something that happened on the weekend, two people were injured as a commuter train derailed in Kawasaki. Luckily, it was an empty commuter train, and it jumped the track near Tokyo on Sunday, and it injured the driver and the conductor. Now, the out of service train derailed after it smashed into a maintenance carriage that was left lying on the train line at Kawasaki around 1 a.m. The first two cars derailed on impact. They were really mangled.、Uh, the pictures are pretty, pretty intense. And the conductor and driver were cut out、um, by、uh, firefighters and rescue officials, and apparently they will be okay. But yeah, pretty frightening. Pretty frightening when you hear about any kind of cheering derailment,、um, especially when you're someone like me who commutes by a train every day. 
back and forth to work. That's my main means of, of getting around in Japan. Now, in some happier news, on Sunday, the 23rd of February, that was actually the Tokyo Marathon. The 8th Tokyo Marathon was run well in Tokyo. And uh, a new course record was set by Dixon Chumba of Kenya. And his, his, uh, he set a personal best, and he ran it in 2 hours, 5 minutes, and 42 seconds. It was pretty awesome. I saw the last part of it. Um, so more than 36,000 runners participated in the 8th Tokyo Marathon. And here's, now listen to this, here's the crazy part. Um, you, you get into the Tokyo Marathon via lottery, so you have to apply and it's a lottery system. So you may get in, you may not, may not get in. Chances are you're not going to get in because out of every 10 people who apply, only one gets in. So that you're talking almost 400,000 people apply to get into the Tokyo Marathon every year. I ran the Tokyo Marathon in 2010, and it was a really great experience for me. Uh, the weather was pretty crappy that year. <laughs> Pardon my French. Uh, in the beginning, I remember having to queue up and, and just wearing my, my running shorts and T-shirt. And it was freezing rain, and then it started snowing. And once the race got started, though, the weather really cleared up and was quite nice. But that was in 2010, and uh, maybe I'll do it again someday. I applied the following two years. Assuming because I got in it once, I'd get into it again. And I also assumed because I was a foreigner, I would have a better shot. But the following two years, both times I was rejected. I didn't get in the lottery. So after that, I just stopped trying. Um, I may try it again someday, but it's quite a big expense. When I did run it the first time around, um, that was before I had children. And both my wife and I were working. And I had definitely a lot more disposable income to hop on a Shinkansen and go up to Tokyo for the weekend and stay in a hotel for a few nights. Um, but you never know. Someday again, I might do it. It's it's a great marathon, though, and it's now one of the world major marathons, which I, th I think has generated a lot more interest in it. Okay, well, there's a little bit of a news roundup from here in Japan, and today uh, I've got a guest to talk about the Snowmageddon, the huge, massive snowfall that shut down many parts of northern Japan um, in the middle of the month of February, and uh, his name is Ben. And let's talk to Ben and see what he can tell us all about the Snowmageddon that hit northern Japan. Please hang up and try again. So, everyone, this is the Just Japan podcast episode number four. And today we're going to talk about the Snowmageddon we had in Japan uh, <laughs> that started on Valentine's Day, actually. And now, of course, I live in Kobe and I work in Osaka. And mind you, it was the most snow I had ever seen in my five plus years living in Japan. Uh, we didn't get very much in Osaka. And honestly, in Kobe, actually, it was basically freezing rain and drizzle. But tonight I am talking to someone who experienced the massive snow dump that crippled uh, large portions of Japan last week. And here he is now. His name is Benjamin. Ben. Hello. Okay. Hello. Hello. Thank hello, hello. Thank you for inviting me. No problem. And and uh, by the way, so... Uh, uh, Ben is also, uh, he's a, a fellow YouTuber. And who are you on YouTube, sir? Um, I'm me. My channel is called Wavewinder, which okay. is called W-A-V-E-W-Y-N-D-E-R. Okay, great, great. And, 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 and you live up in, a, so where do you live? Can you tell everyone? Yeah, I live in, uh, the town's called Chiyoshi, and it's mm -hmm. in Yamanashi Prefecture. And uh, the nearest large place to it that uh, that you may know is probably Kofu, Kofu City. Okay. And and if, if for those who are in Japan, um, w with regards to the whole snow thing, uh, the snowmageddon, 
so to speak. I just always throw that term around. It's like U.S. media used to use that in the last couple of years. Um, Yamanashi Ken, Gunma Ken, a few places are are ones that pop up a lot in the news. And you guys are really hit with a lot of a lot of snow. But what I'm what I'm going to do, I'm going to let you tell about this. Tell, I mean, I've only seen this stuff on NHK. You're living it. Um, mm. So how about to begin with? Can you before we get into actually talking about the snow? Um, yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and where you are in Japan and like what you do there? Of course. Um, right. Yes. Uh, my name is uh, Ben Mortensen. Um, I was born in Denmark and then moved to the UK when I was three years old. And now I've moved again, <laughs> moved to Japan in 2013 in March. So it's just uh, it's coming up 11 months that I've been here. Uh, like many like many people, I'm an assistant language teacher and English teacher here, and uh, I work at two two elementary state schools. Um, okay. And uh, I kind of I started my YouTube channel really when I moved over here. Uh, I had a couple of videos on it before, but I really really started it when uh, once I moved over here. And so, um, so you're teaching at well, so you're an ALT. I'm an ALT at the moment as well. Yeah. And, and you're teaching only at elementary schools, no junior high school. No, no, just two oh, elementary schools. Oh, lucky you. Lucky it's you. It's like the best thing. It's so oh, much fun. <laughs> oh, lucky you. I actually uh, love it. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, the elementary schools are lovely. Um, yeah. The junior high school as well. That's a whole different story. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so, so can you tell us a little bit uh, for those, I mean, to, to be honest, I mean, I know obviously the people who are listening to this podcast and there are a lot of you, by the way, I just want to thank you kind of blew my socks off to realize that episodes one and two have been downloaded almost 3,000 times. That's a lot. That's, a that's lot. nuts. I like it's, it's kind of, I'm kind of shocked by how many people. And, and so thank you all of you folks out there, but a lot of you out there, obviously you're listening to this because you're interested in Japan from, for one aspect or another. Um, and of course, a lot of you probably know about, you know, you're obviously familiar with Tokyo Osaka, maybe some of the other bigger cities. Obviously, I'm from, I, I, I'm not from, I live in Kobe. I talk about Kobe a lot. But uh, Ben doesn't live in such a, how shall we say, uh, well-known locale. So can you tell us, yeah, tell us a, a little bit of the radar, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe you can tell the, the, the fine folks out there in podcast land a little bit about where you live. Well, I think one of the good ways of describing it is that my, my local train station is pretty much a shed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like a, we we have the one train line here, and um, yeah, and the the nearest station to me is pretty much a shed. You can sit two people inside it, and um, and uh, it's it's only got it's only got the one platform. So trains going both ways have to, you know one train has to wait at the next station for the other one to pass before it can come to my you know to my. Wow. How, how many cars long are these trains? Are they like the, those one car trains? I've seen on TV? Oh no, oh, no, you know, we, we do have two cars. We do have two cars. Uh, oh, know. really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, okay, so, so um, yeah, Yamanashi well, Ken is pretty rural, you would say. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm surrounded by rice fields here, so. Nice, nice. Yeah. Now, I, I have to admit, uh, part of me is a bit envious. Um, I, I would like a bit of that, but not maybe oh. not, not being, being snowed in quite like you are at the moment. Um, well, you know, you, you got to take it as it comes, really, you know. I mean, I it's, grew up. Mm -hmm. I, was, uh, I, I love it out here in the countryside. I much prefer living in a place like this than in the middle of Tokyo. And I, I love going to see Tokyo and that, but for actually living, I, um, yeah. I much prefer the countryside. 
Yeah, uh, it's a nice place. I, I mean, I grew up in a small town in Canada, so I grew up in a very small town in in the Inaka, so to speak. Um, so, so basically, uh, for all of you folks out there, maybe if you're not in the know, um, last Friday, which was February fourteenth. Um, so, I mean, actually, this is going to be by the time you hear this, uh, I won't even say last Friday. It's going to be a bit further back than that. But on on February the fourteenth, Valentine's Day. Um, many parts of Japan were hit with a massive snowstorm. And actually, in some parts of Japan, it was the, the heaviest snowfall uh, since they've been keeping records, from what I've heard, in a lot of areas. Um, and now, again, I'm just getting, this is like my my knowledge from the news, secondhand knowledge, news, NHK, <laughs> newspapers. Um, from what I heard, parts of, of like Yamanashi-ken, Gunma-ken, Nagano-ken, um, more than a meter of snow fell within a day. From what yeah, I read, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. so can you tell us what happened where you are? Um, last well, la- last Friday, I mean, well, on the fourteenth, <laughs> what happened? Well, I'll I'll, um, I'll start by saying um, like I, I near I live near Kofu Kofu City, and uh, on the Friday by five o'clock, um, they'd already had more than forty-one centimeters of snow. Wow! By five o'clock, and then by Saturday morning. Kofu had had 114 centimeters of snow. Wow. <laughs> and uh, there's a place called uh, Fujikawaguchiko, which had had 143 centimeters of snow. 143 so, in, in 100, one day? 143 centimeters, yeah. Wow. I mean, I'm, I've, I've dealt with some pretty damn bloody big storms <laughs> in my time in Canada, but uh, I don't know if anything like that, to be honest. Wow, that's, that's impressive. No, yeah, I haven't. A, I don't think I have. <laughs> it was absolutely crazy. It was, you, you know, you, you saw my pictures that I took at my um, yeah. outside my apartment, and um, yeah, it's <laughs> it was it was very deep. Like uh, when I when I took a walk outside on the Saturday, it was um, where I was. It came up to my waist, which is about a meter. So we'd had a meter here, but uh, yeah, some of the other areas had a bit more. Wow, that's wow, that's shocking. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I mean, yeah. like where I am in Yamanashi, we we don't normally get, you know, we'll have a bit of snow in the winter, but mm-hmm. nothing on that scale. And well, apart from kind of really Hokkaido, you don't really get that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that that amount of snow. So I've, I've our, heard our, our, that. Our, sorry. No, I was just going to say that I've heard of like at the very like the northern tip of Honshu, like for example, mm-hmm. Aomori Ken and stuff. I heard that sometimes they can get. Oh yeah, and like good uh, dumps. I- I- Iwate and mm. Aomori that area but um you know for, no. for, our, for our area Yamanashiken, it was something completely different and uh, so of course you know our, our prefecture was completely unprepared for it mm. so, you know we, we don't that, that that's kind of the main the main problem that was here was it was so unexpected you know that we, we didn't you know the prefecture doesn't have the equipment to deal with it well, that's I guess that's kind of that's kind of jumping into something I was going to ask you later on, but let's just go into that right now. I mean, okay. yeah. again, I mean, I'm as a Canadian, and I, I grew up in some snowy areas, and I've lived in snowy areas, but the, you know, in Canada, that's something that's planned. It's expected. Every winter, we do have a lot of snow. Uh, yeah. Some years more than others. Like this year, for example, is is a particularly bad one in North America. Yeah. Um, and the, the the U.S. media again coined another wonderful term, kind of similar to Snowmageddon. This year was the polar vortex. <laughs> polar vortex. That. Yeah, the polar yeah. vortex. Polar yeah. vortex. Um, 
I was actually in Canada at Christmas vacation, and we, we had to deal with the polar vortex. Um, that's like a Batman voice, actually. Um, <laughs> but uh, the, all, the, all you um, need now is in that all you need is a mask now, and you can be another Batman. <laughs> polar vortex. Um, so, so I mean, but I mean, obviously they're used to dealing with this. So there's like an infrastructure kind of set up. I mean, we have the snow plows, snow removal equipment. Mm, there's a yeah. there are budgets which are often blown out and exceeded. But they're you know they they have um, uh, salt trucks, sand trucks, uh, yeah. things that remove snow. But um, so I mean like you know I, I I've seen on the news for example uh, the week before you guys got your big dump of snow. There was uh, Tokyo had its biggest snowfall in 20 some years or some, whatever. They had 27 centimeters, which is yeah. by Canadian standards, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but basically the entire city was shut down because they had no way to remove the snow. No, mm. no, no system for removing it, no equipment for removing it. So tell us a little bit about that up in, in, in Yamanashi, Ken, what, what happened with that? Well, because they, they weren't prepared for it, the, um, basically, the, the Japanese Meteorological Agency uh. hadn't really put out a warning um, for it. And so a lot of the roads became, um, you know, there was a lot of traffic on the roads. The, all the traffic had to stop. So, um, yeah, basically, that they, they couldn't get the roads cleared. And uh, so for quite a few days, there were a lot of people who were stuck. Uh, either if they're, if they're on the roads in their cars, they were stuck on their people were stuck in their homes, and um, yeah, it took. Um, I was just uh, reading up on it earlier because um, the government was what well, has been criticised, should we say, for being being a bit too slow with taking any action towards. Uh, actually helping with clearing and it wasn't until Tuesday that uh, they set up a headquarter um, well that's that's or, ridiculous I know but, but that should have been, that cool been going up on Friday night or Saturday morning yeah yeah I, I mean uh, do you know, uh, um, the Prime Minister Shinzo Abe has come in the, you know he's, he's had a bit of stick because on, on Sunday evening he was in a tempura restaurant for a couple of hours uh, enjoying that, where some people say that he, he shouldn't he shouldn't have been doing that. He should have been concentrating on trying to deal with this instead. But uh, on yeah, Tuesday, yeah. The, yeah, on on Tuesday they set up a headquarter for dealing with this, and uh, then they started started to mobilise for clearing the snow. But I mean, you know, Friday evening was all it was already the point at which some people were snowed in and that they couldn't move. Oh yeah, yeah. So, well, I mean, I was I was um shocked by a lot of the images I saw. On uh, just in, in the media, with regards mm. to like all the the the, the motorists stra stranded on the highways. I mean, mm, yeah, like literally kilometers and kilometers and kilometers of traffic just mm. completely locked, like locked in there, and there was yeah. nothing they could do, and there didn't seem to be any signs of people helping them. Um, I didn't no, see. I know first responders in the pictures. I mean, they even showed like, for example, like the like Yamazaki bread truck drivers who were mm. like, "Well, we're trapped, um, basically." Um, all of our food is going to spoil here anyway, so they just like open up the back of the truck and they just started like distributing the food to the stranded motorists. Yeah, I, I saw that as well, and uh, like social media has actually played quite a big part in in this event because like um, with the people with the bread truck, they used Twitter. Um, they sent they sent out a tweet 
saying, you know, we have all this bread, come to this and this exit on the highway and just take as much as you need. Ah, okay, 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 wow. And um, because at, at first uh, it wasn't as quite as well publicized um, by the media, the, the scale mm. of how things were. And so uh, especially Twitter came a lot into this where people were sending their Twitter pictures um, of how things were, and like uh, I think one of, one of the one of the best ones that I saw was there was a car at, a, at the end of a tunnel, and literally the entire tunnel. Oh yeah, the yeah. End, there was just a big wall of snow. Yeah, the, I, the, there actually had been a. a the, I saw that too, and then it was later. It was on the news on NHK a couple of days ago. Yeah. Um, there had been an avalanche. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and so they were actually showing like the D Japanese self defense forces, like the military were there, and uh, engineers trying to figure out how to. Yeah. And clear it and they showed some guy with like a big front end loader like trying to take out the snow it was like oh that's kind of frightening but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's that's insane um well you know in the in the similar in a similar way um i was here i was here uh 3 11 um hmm. march 11th um when the big tsunami and earthquake happened yeah and um i actually i remember one time when i remember i, I mentioned i called it 3 11 hmm. and some 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 idiot was like the, the japanese are just trying to copy 9-11 september 11th <laughs> and i remember some idiot wrote that and like a whole bunch of like like of of my followers started attacking him like like you idiot that was the date yeah it happened on march 11th, march 11th. 3 yeah. 11 yeah. yeah but um uh, but yeah i remember when that happened and honestly like um the mass media or the kind of mainstream media was was just a horrible mm. form of information they didn't they couldn't supply with anything twitter is where you found out stuff and it was yeah. bloggers. It was people like you and people like me, um, people who were, well, I mean, as in bloggers like ourselves, but people who were in the area, in Awateken, in Saitama, who were the ones who were um, sharing, spreading all the news. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the real people, news. The, of, people, the people who were there who were, like, on the front lines, effectively. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. And, and, and then with Twitter, with social media, Twitter, Facebook, they have the ability, Line, they have the ability to share that. Hmm. Which is it's pretty cool. I mean, that's why I always find like I mean, uh, during that that period, I'm sure it was maybe similar, uh, in in a way that Twitter that's that's the place to go to find out what's going on. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And um, um, I was keeping up to date with it on um, partly on J Japan Times, but also on uh, on Rocket News. I found okay. Rocket Ro Rocket News to be pretty good actually. Um, as fluffy and fun as they are, they're actually doing some putting up some pretty pretty good serious news. Yeah, I mean, they they had some of the some of the best pictures actually showing mm. what it was like in the prefecture. Yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, they 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 were depicting it a lot a lot better than in the mainstream media. Um. So I'm curious. Um. With uh. With so I mean, I, I actually I contact I contacted you uh, yesterday. I believe yeah. about about talking about this uh, this whole snow snowmageddon snowmageddon snowmageddon. <laughs> uh, but but you know this. I mean, it's, it's been a pretty pretty serious issue. I mean, a pretty major event. I mean, in a lot of parts of Japan, I know that like a lot of parts like Yamanashi Ken, Gunmaken, a lot of these areas have been mm -hmm. like, basically immobilized and for yeah. a, a surprisingly long amount of time. As as again, as a Canadian, someone who comes from a a snow country. Um, this kind of thing normally would have been dealt with much quicker. Um, yeah. So you had mentioned to me when I was uh, contacting you, when I contacted you last night, 
Now, basically, you've been home all week. You haven't been working. You haven't been going to school and teaching. No, that's that's right. I haven't been able to go. <laughs> so what what's up with me? Why? I mean, I you know, it's an obvious question, but why why haven't you been able to go? <laughs> um, I, well, I personally haven't been able to go because my train line hasn't been operating. Um, that's how that's how I get to and from my schools. And uh, uh, I li literally, like, uh, it's it's Thursday night now, Thursday the twentieth, and mm -hmm. um, literally just a few hours ago, they announced that tomorrow they'll they'll be opening the line. The trains will be operating again. But of course, you know, the snow started falling last Friday, so it's it's literally been a week. It's taken wow. for, for the snow to be cleared off the lines. Uh, it, you know, it, it's a long line. It goes from Fuji up to Kofu. So it's it's a long line, and um, by about Monday, they've opened up the section from Fuji to Minobu, and then um, the next day they moved up to Shimobe Onsen. So if you look at a, a map, it's kind of like about halfway up the uh, the prefecture. Um, but until a few days ago, the, the stretch between Shimobe Onsen and Kofu was still completely snowed over. Wow. Um, so, with the train line being being shut down, I haven't been able to go anywhere because I don't have a car either. Okay. So, um, if if you, if you did have a car, would you have been able to move, or were the roads still in pretty poor condition? The roads are, the roads are okay now, mm -hmm. but the thing is, like, uh, the, the many of the locals have been able to clear the roads, and the few people who have had machines, like digging machines. Uh, excavators they, they they've been able to use them as well but it's okay. all it's all being what's you know what people have had internally and so the roads being cleared has kind of like been the roads have been cleared in our immediate town area but around the town the roads haven't been clear so some of the cars could move around within town okay uh, if they had winter tires on which most probably don't <laughs> Oh, would you, oh my God! <laughs> when you were when you were saying that, um, last, I'm assuming we have like all-season radials or something crappy like that. <laughs> well, like uh, we, we had the we had the, the big dump of snow last weekend, but the weekend yeah. before that, we also had a fair bit of snow. Okay. And um, so on the Saturday, I went out uh, for a walk to see if I could uh, if anyone needed help, and someone had driven out of their driveway. So someone had gone out of their driveway in the car, and they had a rear-wheel car, and they hadn't put their snow tires on yet. Oh God. So, <laughs> so it's a heavy rear wheel rear wheel drive car, and uh, that, that's the problem. Like a, a lot of people don't seem to know how to drive in the snow properly. I mean, I am I'm by no means an expert in it. I've driven a couple of times in the snow, yeah. But um, you know, people just don't seem to be. Well, no, of, of course. It, 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 to be honest, I mean, again, as someone who grew up in a snow country, and I have a lot of experience driving it's a skill man like you learn through practice yeah, yeah. you have to i mean i mean every winter i mean we would get our first snow maybe in december mm -hmm. um end of november actually what am i talking about god no we sometimes we get to the end of october uh, <laughs> october november december yeah. january february march um yeah. and and you just you get used to you know, i mean i when i went to university I used to commute every day i would drive 45 minutes each way to university and there were there were times when we'd have snowstorms and stuff it might take me two or three hours to get home yeah um but it's it's a skill you got to learn how to how to how to handle a car and how to drive it and i mean yeah, that yeah. makes sense even even like to be honest like there's an art to walking 
in this kind of weather. Like, oh yeah, yeah. It's, we, it's, like when the ice starts forming on the pavements and on the mm-hmm. roads, like a, if it doesn't get clear, then it gets compacted, and uh, it's just like um, it's so much worse than when it, you know when, when it's oh, yeah, yeah. it can just be cleared away. So, so I mean, you see, uh, you see the media that I mean, I think the the numbers that went up. I read yesterday or the day before was like with uh, this snowfall that started on Valentine's Day, twenty three yeah. people, twenty three people in Japan are dead and several thousand injured, and a lot of them either uh, a yeah. lot of them are slip and fall, you know, breaking limbs or yeah. or falling off of roofs trying to clean snow off their roofs. Yeah, you you see, you see a lot of that. Um, you see people with the snow shovels standing on the rooftops, you know, taking all the snow off and. It looks very precarious. <laughs> well, with, with some yeah, especially people, with a Japanese it's... home, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you get some some steep roofs. So, yeah, 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 exactly. Um, well, I mean, like, like we were talking about with driving, driving in the snow. It's yeah. The only way you can really learn is is by doing it. Yeah, and if you it's don't get much snow, no. It, 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 if you haven't tried it before, then you know the first time you try it, it can it can be a bit intimidating. So you know, yeah. I, I I definitely don't blame you know. People with, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Snow before, but mm-hmm. uh, some things like put, putting your snow tires, putting putting your chains on your tires before you go out into the snow. Some things just seem well, like common yeah. sense, but <laughs> you but, can't you know, teach com- You can't teach common sense. <laughs> well, at least they'll know it for next time, you know. Yeah, hopefully. Um, so <laughs> I I can remember um, because we follow each other on Facebook yeah. um, when when this. Last Friday, I remember actually watching you write this. That you know, was, and I, I sent a few messages back and or comments back and forth. That yeah. you were like, well, you know, the big storm's coming. I'm gearing up, and you're like, you, you've, you're like, I got some food. I got my supplies. I'm ready for the weekend to kind of settle in. Yeah. Um, have you had any issues with food? Because I've heard that. Um, I mean, I, I saw some pictures even in Tokyo that yeah. uh, a lot of stores have like bare shelves because of mm. not that there was like a snow issue in Tokyo, but because the supply chain has been getting all screwed up because of the yeah. snow. That's right. It's um, the a lot of the roads have been um, completely inaccessible into Yamanashi. All all the routes, the train lines, the roads, Yamanashi has basically been, been inaccessible for quite a few days. Which has led to this uh, a shortage, mm. and uh, I'll, I'll show you a picture actually over here. If you can see that. That was in my lo- local supermarket. That was um, oh. that was the, that's the noodle shelf. That you you, you know, can tell you, there's like five packs of noodles left. They're all the same, so you can tell which ones they don't like. <laughs> I tell you, what, actually, it, 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 was that a picture? Did you put that picture on Facebook? Um, not that one, but I put some other ones up. Okay, if if I actually would it be okay if I grab a couple of photos of your snow photos from your Facebook and post them on, on the uh, in the show notes? No, of course that would be that would be fine. That, that would be wonderful. I'd love to actually take some of your original photos and put them in the show notes. Yeah, tell you what, I'll, I'll put that one up as well. And then, oh, uh, awesome, awesome. Okay, so that. so for all of you folks out there who are listening to this, um, so when the when episode four comes up live. Uh, you, you know, you go to busankevin.com and there'll be the show notes for episode four where I'll have all the links to like, you know, downloading the show, but I'll also have uh, some news story links about this whole thing. I'll have uh, uh, Ben's links contacting yeah. him on social media, YouTube, but I'll also <laughs> I'll put, I'll put his photos up too. Um, I don't, I don't want to just copy and paste photos from just like some kind of news service. It'd be great to actually see because man, some damn impressive photos. And I got to admit, like I'm a Canuck. And uh, I, I saw some of the ones like that looked like kind of like around your neighborhood, maybe some of the side streets, and it was just like crap. Yeah. Oh wow! 
Well, literally, like a, if you go out, like a, the area is very flat where I live. Mm-hmm. You can see a lot of the roads around the place. But when I went out, it's literally nothing but whiteness. You can see you, you can see the white snow. You can see the houses. But that's it. And like a, a track in the road where maybe one car is dead to go out in the snow, and then people uh, are using that track to walk. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, and like you, you saw the one at my apartment as well, where the, there's the snow, and then there's a car completely yeah. covered in the snow as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very impressive. Very impressive. Yeah. So the so the food situation right now, how how was that working out for you? Are you able to get out to the shops and get something? Like, what are you eating? <laughs> yeah, na- now I'm fine. But before all of this, because um, you know the you know we were supposed to get a lot of snow. They didn't you know they didn't anticipate this much, but we we knew we'd get a fair bit of snow. So I'd packed some. Um, I had some ramen noodles. I had several packs of them, like you get five in a pack. So mm-hmm. I had to put them to, to 10 ramens. And I have probably about two months worth of rice because I, <laughs> I help out one of my teachers okay. with the uh, rice harvest. So I had lots of oh, rice. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, nice, nice. It's good. And, um, but like literally the next day, well, I, di- I didn't go out the next day, but I ventured out uh, on the Sunday and there was nothing, absolutely nothing in the convenience stores or, or that and one of the convenience stores near me was also closed um, mm. they literally they had nothing so they, they closed it they were using the time to clear the front instead and um, yeah you have to basically like, eat eat mints and gum huh oh, it, it, well <laughs> they didn't even have that. What, huh? what 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 you had what you had in your in your home was pretty much what you had. There was like some salad dressing left, but that was about, that was about okay. it. <laughs> well, that's, that's you know that's oil. That's good to keep you warm. You know. <laughs> yeah, you get some energy in that. But um, yeah, for, for the first few days there was absolutely nothing, and then some some food started filtering in. But I mean, my area hasn't been too bad. Where some of my friends live. Has been has been even worse. Oh really? Wow. And um, like I I have some friends in a place called Hokuto, which okay. is in northern Yamanashi, right between the border of Yamanashi and Nagano Prefecture. Okay. Uh, I also have one friend who lives in Hayakawa. Uh, Hayakawa is kind of what has been like the town which is mostly been focused on in the news. Was that the one where like they talk about everyone was trapped and they had to send in like the guys in the helicopters to like uh that's around i think that's around in that area yeah they they actually like like the people like like search and rescue with like the helicopters and they were like lowering down and pulling people out and there were some people trapped like uh, in in a in a ravine or a or a valley or something like that yeah and so they used the helicopters but they've also used the helicopters for um basically delivering um, supplies as well to the convenience stores because there, there was no oh, really? other way. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, know, I, was, I was surprised to see that in the news as well, but it's like if, if that's the only way and you have to get supplies, and yeah, yeah, that's what they've had to resort to. But um, yeah, what, my friend who lives in Hayakawa, it literally took him, I think it was two and a half days to dig a path from his front door just to the road, the road which is near where he lives. And then, of course, the road was, you know, completely snow covered. So they had to wait until that got cleared. And um, there's a there's a city city near to us called Niigata. And oh yeah. yeah. So, so, some of the some of the snow plowing equipment that they had there 
they'd uh, they'd heard about Hayakawa, and so they they sent it they sent it down there, uh, and so they came on the 17th. But it wasn't until the 19th that the Japanese self defense force had actually got to the town to to help. But that was wow. you know, five days after the snow had started falling. Wow. That's nice. Um, any any like kind of numbers on? Do you know how much how many centimeters of snow you actually actually fell like where you live? Uh, I I don't have the exact data, but like where I live, it was it was up to my waist, which is a hundred centimeters. Okay. And then like the Kofu City, which is twenty minutes north of me, that was one hundred and fourteen centimeters. Okay. But and it uh, sounds like other places probably got quite a bit more. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, as well, the there was the snow from the previous weekend, so there was there was mounds of snow like at the sides of the road and around the place from the previous weekend, and so okay. a lot of the snowfall also fell on top of that. Wow. So we had we had the new snow, which was you know at the most 143 centimeters in Fujikawa Guchiko, and then there was you know so there was the old snow, and then the new snow came on top of that as well. So in some places mm. you you literally have massive mounds of snow, yeah, much you know a tall, taller than me. Um, have, now, have you have you ever seen anything like that in uh, England? It, <laughs> no, <laughs> I've never seen anything like that. The only the only time I've really seen anything like that is when I've been on a, a ski trip in Europe, either in like Norway or France. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. Wow. Very very amazing. Mm. Where I live in Kobe, we just got rain. <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I I heard about that. And um, yeah. did, did you get some sleet as well, or was it just rain? Well, some sleet. No, Kobe was sleet. Uh, in Osaka, they actually had snow. Yeah. Um, so I was teaching that day at the junior high school, and um, you know there was no way that I could compete with the snowfall as all the students gazed out the window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they gaze out the window anyway when I'm teaching. Actually, they gaze out the window. They gaze out the window all day long when anyone is teaching. Yeah, Japanese yeah, junior high school students not the not not the hardest working crew you'll ever find. Yeah, but is is that because they 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 don't get enough sleep because they're they're working in the evenings or? Uh, I think that's a myth. To be honest, from my experience, <laughs> yeah. um, in Korea that's true. Yeah. Um, where I'm at, I mean, I I I spend all. I mean, they're they're exhausted from their club activities. Yeah. But um, when it comes to actually the academics, I'm not seeing a whole lot of, uh, <laughs> from from a lot of them, uh, not seeing a whole lot of output. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. So um, I think, uh, let's see, uh, we're coming up on about 35 minutes. Hmm. So, um, well, maybe we'll just kind of wind this up, Ben. Hmm. And uh, th- thank you for, for coming and sharing all this uh with us about the big snowfall and all everything that happened because it's a very again a very different perspective than what I have in my neck of the woods in Japan because we didn't really have very much here I think pretty much I think anywhere south of Tokyo there wasn't yeah. very much um, well, now mind you it was a what, what, what do you say there did you have you seen the news article on uh, on Rocket News about the um, the cup noodle museum no. Have you seen that yet? No, no, I haven't. <laughs> if, if, if you go on Rocket News 24, there's a, there's an article about the uh, the cup noodle um, museum, which is in Yokohama, mm-hmm. and they basically had the, the person dressed in a cup noodle suit clearing the snow outside the museum. Oh, really? Oh, nice, <laughs> yeah. nice, nice. Yeah. 
So they got, they got one of those like scoops there. And, uh, I'll put a link to that below, guys, um, in, in, in the show notes. That's from rocketnews24.com. That's a very wonderful kind of funny Japan-centric website with a lot of very interesting and bizarre news. Yeah, um, yeah that's a good one. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, as, as you've heard, Ben had a very interesting experience with a lot of snow. A very unusual winter, not just in North America, um, but also in in Japan as well because – um, I heard that Nagano can actually had uh, the highest snowfall or the biggest snowfall they've had in recorded history. Mm, yeah. Um, kind of shattered records all around Japan. So, um, so Ben, how can people find you on the interwebs? Can you tell people how they can find you, like on on YouTube, for example? Yes, of course. Um, they type in www.youtube.com. <laughs> That's the, the first step, <laughs> and then uh, yeah. afterwards. <laughs> Well, once you've done that, oh yeah. Once once you got the basics down, then uh, you search. <laughs> Sorry, you, you search. Oh, for <laughs> you search for my channel, which is Wavewinder, which is uh, all one word: W A V E W Y N D E R, and uh, then you can see my videos from there. Great, Wavewinder. So I, so I'm gonna. Uh, I'll again. I'll link to to Ben's uh, YouTube channel down below in the show notes. Go to boostonkevin.com and you can check out the uh, episode four show notes. Um, yeah. So uh, thank you so much. Um, are, by the way, are you on Twitter? Uh, I am actually. Yeah, I am. I am on Twitter, but I, I never post anything on there. I, I, okay. I, follow, I follow you on Twitter. I, I, I can. I probably should start posting more. But, uh, <laughs> so if someone wanted to find you on Twitter, how could they find you on Twitter? Is I can't way... remember. <laughs> okay, never. Okay, never I, mind, guys. I, I think I think it might just be. I think it might be exactly the same wavewinder, all, all one word. <laughs> Obviously, he's not a Twitter enthusiast, um, <laughs> but apparently, it comes in handy when there's a disaster. Um, yeah. yeah. Definitely, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, thank you so much, uh, Ben, for joining us on episode four of the Just Japan podcast. It's been great oh, to it have you here. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Well, I want to thank Ben for joining us here on the Just Japan podcast, episode number four. It was a great interview. It was really great to talk to him. It was very interesting. Um, it's always wonderful to talk to people about things that you haven't experienced in Japan and learn more about Japan. And I'm always learning from the guests that we have on the Just Japan podcast. Um, you can find all of Ben's contact information, his YouTube links to his YouTube channel uh, below in the show notes on busankevin.com. Um, also, there's links to all of the news stories and some of the pictures we talked about. Um, ben Ben showed some pretty cool pictures up on his Facebook, and um, he's allowed me to share those on the uh, in the show notes for the Japan podcast. So again, go to busankevin.com. You'll see episode number four. Click on that, and all of the links to the news stories will be there. Um, and of course the the pictures that we talked about. Now you can also find me uh, on Twitter at jlandkev, J L A N D K E V, Japan Land Kevin. So at jlandkev, um, I'm going to also put a link in the show notes to my Facebook page. Go over there and check it out. And of course you can email me at busankevin at gmail .com. And I'd love to hear from you. Um, you if you you send me messages on my Facebook page, I'm definitely going to get back to you. I'm pretty pretty big with that one. I love I love my Facebook page. I love spending time there interacting with the listeners and the viewers of my YouTube channels. And uh, of course, my YouTube channels, the links can be found in the, the show notes as well. 
So I want to thank you for listening to the Just Japan podcast. Um, please, of course, if you have time in iTunes to rate the show and leave a comment or a review, that helps. We're doing really well so far, better than I expected. Thousands of people are downloading. That is very cool. So uh, again, uh, thank you for listening to the Just Japan podcast. And next week, there'll be another episode coming to you with someone very interesting talking about some cool things all about Japan. So I'll talk to you then. Thank you.